two aspects of these two Gospels as revealed to us in the New Testament. Um, and the opening scripture that we want to look at today, and primarily we're going to look today at how the Lord deals with the Jewish believers. For we've obviously uh, seen thus far in the series that there are Jewish believers and obviously Gentile believers in the same church. And the opening passage we'll look at is in Romans chapter 10, verse 9 to 13. <clears throat> the scripture says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. Verse 12, for there is no distinction between Jew and Greek for the Lord Sorry, for the same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. And so in this passage of scripture is very well known in the, um, the church. For this passage describes to us what the requirements are for, in order for one to be saved. And the requirements are is that we have to believe that God has raised Jesus from the dead. And we have to confess Christ Jesus as Lord. But this passage of scripture, the Holy Spirit goes on to um, emphasize in verse 12 that there is no distinction between Jew and Greek or Jew and Gentile. And so with regards to salvation, there is only one way into the kingdom of God, and that is through faith in Christ. And so the, the gospel is, remains exactly the same. There is only one gospel of salvation. And so... You know, we're saying, all right, well, the question is asked, but then why are we doing the series that we're explaining two Gospels? Well, what we'll see in today's teaching is that although there is only one Gospel of salvation, there are in fact two Gospels of grace in living out that salvation in this life. But I'm jumping ahead of myself. And so, very clearly in this passage of Scripture, all Jews and all Gentiles come into the Kingdom of God through faith in Christ, and they all follow the same path. And when I say the same path, the same gateway is Christ Jesus. We have to believe that God has raised him from the dead and we have to confess him as Lord. Um, in this passage of scripture, in Galatians chapter 2, 15 and 16, the Apostle Paul re-emphasizes that particular truth to us. For he says, We who are Jews by nature and not sinners of the Gentiles, knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ. Even we have believed in Christ Jesus, that we might be justified by faith in Christ, and not by the works of the law. For by the works of the law, no flesh shall be justified. And so in this discourse, Paul is actually speaking uh, to Jewish believers. He's speaking to Peter. He's addressing uh, this discourse to Peter and to the Jewish believers that were there in the church at Antioch at the time. And he's re-emphasizing the fact, he's saying, guys, even though we're Jews by nature, we're not like the Gentiles, we acknowledge that there's only one way into this kingdom, and that's through faith in Christ Jesus. And the works of the Lord do count for nothing when it comes to salvation. And so, as I say, uh, Paul is re-emphasizing this particular truth to the Jewish believers at, at that time. And so very clearly, there is only one gospel of salvation. 
the individual, whether it be Jew or Gentile, has to believe in Christ Jesus and confess him as Lord. So where does that bring us now when it comes to the two Gospels that I've been speaking about thus far in the series? Well, as there is only one door into the kingdom of God, what we have to recognize, and if you go back on the teachings of the series thus far, is that the two uh, individuals that come into the kingdom, Jew and Gentile, when I say two individuals, two people groups, come in from two separate people groups and that we've already dealt with, that there are these two separate people groups in the earth, Jews and Gentiles. I'm talking about after the flesh now, I'm not talking about sons of the kingdom and sons of the wicked one. All who come into the kingdom before they come into the kingdom are sons of the wicked one. And all who are in the kingdom are become sons of the kingdom, obviously. But in the flesh, the sons of the wicked one that come into the kingdom, and are thus converted become sons of the kingdom, come in from two distinct people groups, either Jew or Gentile. That's, that's what we've seen thus far. And it's so it's because of that fact that these two, these two people groups come in from two different uh, backgrounds, uh, diverse backgrounds, that we have then um, a distinct difference in the gospel of grace that is extended to these two um, people groups within the body of Christ. Because although there is neither Jew nor Gentile in the body of Christ, um, we said in this life there is most definitely Jew and Gentile, and that remains in place. And so a lot of confusion <laughs> takes place in the church because, it, you know, you, you, unless you really think it through, it can get confusing. Lord, there's neither Jew nor Gentile, yet but um, you deal with the Jewish believers differently to the way you deal with Gentile believers, and that's what we're dealing with really in this series. We're explaining how it is that God actually does deal differently with his Jewish believers than he deals with his Gentile believers, even though in Christ there's neither Jew nor Gentile. But you'll understand more clearly as we go along. And so it's not there's only one gospel of salvation, but there are definitely two separate gospels when it comes to living out our salvation in this life. And uh, we pick up the, the scripture that really communicates the truth to us that there are in fact these two gospels in this passage of scripture and that's in Galatians chapter 2 verse 6 to 9. Scripture says, but from those who seem to be something, this is Paul um, writing, whatever they were it makes no difference to me. God shows personal favoritism to no man. For those who seem to be something added nothing to me. But on the contrary, when they saw that the gospel for the uncircumcised had been committed to me, as the gospel for the circumcised was to Peter, for he who worked effectively in Peter for the apostleship to the circumcised also worked effectively in me toward the Gentiles. And when James, Cephas, and John, who seemed to be pillars, perceived the grace that had been given to me, they gave me and Barnabas the right hand of fellowship that we should go to the Gentiles and they to the circumcised. And so we see in this passage of Scripture very clearly that the Apostle Paul, the Holy Spirit, through the Apostle Paul, uh, very clearly differentiates 
the gospel to the circumcised and the gospel to the Gentiles or the uncircumcised. Um, and Paul tells us in this passage that Peter, James and John, because what had happened in this particular on this occasion is that um, Paul had gone up with Barnabas to uh, compare gospels with Peter, James and John. They were, Paul and Barnabas were about to be released as apostles for the first time into the mission field. And the Holy Spirit had impressed upon Paul to go up first to Jerusalem and to set up a meeting with Peter, James and John. That's why he says those who, who seem to be pillars in the church. And do a comparative between the gospel that he was preaching and the gospel that they were preaching to make sure that they were both both ministry teams were on the same page, that they weren't preaching two different gospels. What transpired as a result of this meeting is that Peter, James and John recognized that the Lord had um, given the Apostle Paul far more insight uh, into the gospel as it pertains to the Gentiles than what they knew. And they understood the gospel as it pertained to the Jews, but they didn't have a, a clear grasp of the gospel as it, it pertained to the Gentiles. Now, it's not with regards to salvation. We've already seen even the Apostle Paul has confirmed that truth to us. With regards to salvation, both Jews and Gentiles have to follow the same path, they have to go through the same gate, Jesus Christ. However, in the gospel of um, living out the Christian life in this life, um, there is a difference, and Paul, uh, Peter, James, and John recognized that on that occasion, and they recognized that God had given to the Apostle Paul um, a different insight with regards to the way that he deals with his Gentile believers and the way that he deals with his Jewish believers. And thus Paul talks about two separate Gospels, one to the circumcised and one to the uncircumcised. And so the difference in the two Gospels lies in the fact that these two individuals, people groups, come from differing backgrounds. And we've really dealt with that. We dealt with the fact that there's Jews and Gentiles. But we've also dealt with the fact that there uh, is a di difference with regards to the covenants that God has with these two uh, people groups. And we saw that with regards to Gentile believers, when they come into the kingdom of God, they have no pre-existing covenantial relationship with God at all. They're, com they're coming completely um, from outside of God's um, realm. Okay, so they have they have no contact with God at all. They have no covenantial relationship with Him. They're without God completely in the world. And so when they come into the kingdom of God, they partake of the new covenant only. It's it. That they have no covenant with God. They come in and now they partake of the new covenant. And so it's the new covenant that the Gentile believers are exposed to and nothing else. However, that's not the same when it comes to Jewish believers. Because before Jewish believers come into the kingdom of God, as Jews... They have a covenant relationship with God already. That covenant relationship is the covenant of circumcision and the covenant of the law. We've dealt with that in the previous series, previous teaching, should I say. And so they have a pre-existing covenant relationship with God. And so now they come into the kingdom of God. What happens? 
Well, it changes because their covenant that they have, their pre-existing covenant, God then makes obsolete. Um, And they also then partake of the new covenant. Just as the Gentiles come in, Gentile believers, they partake of the new covenant. So both Jews and Gentiles partake of the new covenant. Gentiles, however, did have no pre-existing covenant. Jewish believers had a pre-existing covenant with God, the covenant of circumcision and the covenant of the law. And so it's because of their two um, pre-existing relationships with God, one having none, the other one having a pre-existing relationship with God, however, being only in the flesh, not in the spirit that God now extends His grace differently to those two different uh, people groups of believers in His kingdom. And that's what we need to get our minds around. That's what we need to have a clear understanding of. Now, Paul did have a clear clear understanding of it, obviously. Why? Because Jesus, God, had called him as the apostle to the Gentiles. He had a very clear understanding of the truth. And so... The way that God deals with his Jewish believers and his Gentile believers is that he extends his grace differently to each group. They do not get the same grace. You say, well, that sounds a bit unfair. I thought God shows no partiality to any man. No, he doesn't. But Ephesians 4, 7, the scripture says, but to each one of us, grace was given, how? According to the measure of Christ's gift. And so we do recognize that in the body of Christ, it's a teaching that's very clear in the scriptures, that it's one body, but it's, that body is made up of many members, many different members. You have the hands, you have the eyes, you have the feet. And so each member of the body of Christ um, has a, a different gift. And that gift enables them to function within the body. Now, the gift that they have received from God, God then imparts the grace necessary for the individual to operate in that gift. And so we have different gifts because we have, we have different functions in the body. And because we have different gifts, we have different levels of grace given to us um, for the, the gift that we have. So that's a teaching on its own, but I, I wanted to bring that out to illustrate the point. What point is that? The point is, is that now with regards to Jews and Gentile believers, they also are extended by God a different level of grace uh, for a certain area. And we'll have a look at it in more detail now. And the reason being is because God deals with each people group completely differently. Now, as I say, the Apostle Paul understood it uh, implicitly. He understood this concept very clearly, which is why um, Peter, James and John, when they had the meeting with him, they recognized, okay, Paul, you know what you're talking about when it comes to the gospel to the Gentiles. We don't have this kind of insight. And so we recognize that God's called you to go preach the gospel to the Gentiles, and he's called us to preach the gospel to the Jews. Romans chapter 11, verse 13. Paul speaks, and it's on, on more than one occasion he makes this comment. For I speak to you Gentiles inasmuch as I am an apostle to the Gentiles, I magnify my ministry. And so very clearly, uh, the Lord had singled out the Apostle Paul as the Apostle to the Gentiles. So why did the Lord do that? I mean, if it's the same gospel across the board, if there's neither Jew nor Gentile 
in the kingdom of God. Why did God in his divine wisdom say, well, Paul, you're going to be the apostle to the Gentiles? Lord, why? It's the same gospel. Whether it's a Jew or a Gentile, we preach the same thing. No, no, no. God said, no, Paul, you're going to get insight that to, the, uh, as a, to preach my gospel to the Gentiles, which is different to the insight that is preached to the Jews. And so we need to recognize that. God, knew, God knows what he's doing. When he appointed Paul as the apostle to the Gentiles, it was for a very specific reason. And we have a look at this account. This is an account, that, uh, a confrontation that actually took place between the apostle Paul and the apostle Peter. Uh, numerous years after that, we read the account where Paul and Barnabas went to have the meeting with Peter, James and John. And they recognized uh, that, okay, Paul's got uh, insight into this that we do not have. Now, years and years later, I don't know how many years later offhand, um, the, uh, that was 14, so about, about another six years after that, this incident then occurs. And that is in Galatians chapter 2, verse 11 to 14. Look at this. Now, when Peter had come to Antioch, I withstood him to his face. Because he was to be blamed. For before certain men came from James, he would eat with the Gentiles. But when they came, he withdrew and separated himself, fearing those who were of the circumcision. And the rest of the Jews also played the hypocrite with him, so that even Barnabas was carried away with hypocrisy, with their hypocrisy. But when I saw that they were not straightforward about the truth of the gospel, I said to Peter before them all, If you, being a Jew, live in the manner of Gentiles and not as the Jews, why do you compel Gentiles to live as Jews? And so, with regards to the insight that the two apostles had, for don't forget, Paul classifies himself as the apostle to the Gentiles. The God, God did that. Jesus did that. Paul's just relating what God had done. And we see in Scripture that um, the Lord had appointed Peter as the apostle to the, the Jews. Very clearly we see that Peter's still confused about the issue because before the uh, at this point in time Paul was there, Barnabas was there, Peter came down from Jerusalem to spend some time with the, the believers in the church at Antioch and he's fellowshipping with the Gentiles and he's eating with the Gentiles and everything's going hunky dory, no problems. And then we have this group of false brethren that come down from Jerusalem, come down from James. And we're not going to touch in it in any kind of depth today. We'll look at it as we go further on in the series. When they come, Jewish, um, they were false brethren. They were not Jewish believers. But when they come down, they start saying, whoa, 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 guys, we're Jews. We can't interact with the Gentiles like this. We need to be separate. Peter gets confused. Because Peter withdraws. The scripture says, Paul says, but when they came, he, talking about Peter, withdrew and separated himself, fearing those who are of the circumcision. And so clearly Peter did not have, even though he had sat with Paul six years before and they had compared gospels, Peter still didn't grasp it. He didn't understand it. And so when the Jews said, well, well, guys, we need to separate ourselves. These are Gentiles. They might be believers, but nevertheless, you know, there's this um, Jews and Gentiles can't mix. Peter gets confused and he, you know, he, he withdraws. Barnabas, Paul says, gets caught up in hypocrisy. And so Paul has to put them all straight. 
and Paul has to address the issue. But the point is very clear to us. Had, had Peter been appointed uh, as our apostle, the chances are that Christians would have converted to Judaism because Peter was pretty, uh, you know, he didn't have clear understanding in the difference between Jew and Gentile in the kingdom of God. He's still thinking along the lines of the law. He's still thinking, well, maybe there is something to this. And so that's why he does separate himself. Separate himself. And so Paul has to address him on the issue. So very clearly we, are, we, we can see in Scripture that Paul has a, a different insight into the, the gospel to the Gentiles than what Peter has. Peter has very clear insight to, into what the gospel to the Jews is all about. But he's not very clear on the gospel to the Gentiles. And so Paul has to address it. And Paul has to bring Peter in line. And we'll get into that in a bit more depth as we go on.